Roe versus Wade is officially overturned and people are losing it. We've covered this pretty extensively. I mean, we've done videos on it on our YouTube channel, the Hanging With Apes YouTube channel. You could go check out those videos now. We've done episodes on it. Vince was on some episodes. We were in the field about it. So we're just going to kind of brush over some of the newer things that we've learned in the last few days, but we've covered this pretty extensively. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And then we're going to get into a discussion about why is it that Latino voters are trending more towards Republicans now than they have been in the past, at least according to the most current polling data. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise. And if you know somebody that likes the things or would be interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. So Roe versus Wade, here we are once again. Like, it's just, I mean, like, what else can we say about it? Like, yeah. we've we've covered it so extensively. Um, so to me, it, it's sort of like, for as much as it's new news for the news cycle and for people that are melting down about it, yeah. Right now, for me, it feels like such old news because, yeah, like when you cover something so so well and and so extensively, it's like, well, what else can be said? For me, the only like new thing that can be said, and which is interesting because even this realization. We partly talked about it before when when the Justice Alito uh, draft of his opinion originally leaked. We talked about it, how this potentially opens the door for Griswold versus Connecticut to be overturned, which for anybody that doesn't know what Griswold versus Connecticut, that's a Supreme Court ruling that essentially made birth control. Uh, no, go government didn't have any more restrictions on birth control. <laughs> Uh, originally started with married couples and then it ended up kind of opening up to like any woman could be on birth control well it turns out when you read clarence thomas opinion he is of the belief that that is one supreme court case that was erroneously decided just like roe versus wade and then there were two other cases um it was i i don't know the exact names of them but it was the one that essentially determined that uh the government had no had no right to 
to rich or to persecute sodomy. Yeah. It had no right to persecute sodomy, you know, with two consenting adults. Because yeah. believe it or not, there was a time in this country that, like, if motherfuckers found out that you were having butt sex, <laughs> right. you could you could go to jail. Like, yeah. there was a time. And That's then, wild. Yeah. Because <laughs> we look at, like, the, the we look at, like, um, the Middle East, you know, yeah. they'll throw gays out of the, like, top of buildings. And it's like, well, that's the Middle East. Right. That's and not I, I, that's yeah. not us. And, and and when you think about them, once upon a time, that was like, you're, you're, you could go to jail for that? Like, yeah. That's kind of crazy, you know? So the the Supreme Court case was, um, the sodomy one was Lawrence versus Texas. That's the Supreme Court one. And then the gay marriage one that is uh, o- Oberfell versus Hodges. And so according to Clarence Thomas, Lawrence versus Texas, Obervell versus Hodges, and Griswold versus Connecticut are all subject to be overturned because in his opinion, they were decided erroneously. Damn. Now you got a lot of reading to do. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot of reading. Yeah, it's very interesting stuff, especially like if you're into the law and precedents and everything like that. Now I don't really know about Lawrence versus Texas or or uh, Obergefell versus versus Hodges. Like I I don't know why he believes that those were decided erroneously. Wait, and another thing too, because I would assume that the sodomy one is for same sex marriage, or well, that's realm? not marriage. Just just because like a a man and a woman could have. Sodom, like a man can sodomize a woman, so would yeah. that have been illegal too? I believe there was a time where that it was it was looked at as as illegal, but then with men and women, it's more like accepted, you know. Oh. But versus, like for instance, if you see a, a man and a woman couple, they could be doing all type of stuff yeah. versus. If it's a man and a man, well, you know that it's you know that there's sodomy. Yeah. So I guess it, so. I guess it was more so uh, geared like, oh, towards yeah. homosexuality because yeah. with men and women, while you are right, I, in fact, I mean, the woman could sodomize the man, really. Oh like, yeah. Like yeah. there, yeah. it is possible, but pegging. Yeah, but but <laughs> that's whatever. But it, it, I guess according to them, but. Yeah. But with the man and man, well, you know that's what's taking place. My thing is, I don't understand. Like, I don't know enough about those cases to know like what what rationale he's using to conclude that they were decided erroneously. With Griswold versus Connecticut, we covered it in previous episodes, or in a previous episode in a segment. I could see how somebody could rationalize that as being erroneously decided because yeah if we can if we can't come to a consensus and decide where it is that life begins then i could see somebody rationalizing birth control as a form of abortion well yeah cuz what's that uh i've heard ben shapiro say life starts at a uh, conception conception so if we go by that rationale well then well yeah that kind of makes plan b yeah a problem that kind of makes 
you know, uh, birth the, controller the problem. Pill, the pill yeah. problem, all of that stuff. Um, because, again, we haven't really agreed upon, well, when does life start on a legal basis? Like, yeah. what, when, when exactly? Like something, like, like a... Uh, uh, overarching yes. consensus that life begins at this point because now it's like okay well because if you say if you say if if this is hypothetical but hypothetically if a court were to rule or the science community or however you would conclude that let's say life begins at three months into the pregnancy yeah well then yeah I could see a judge being like okay well then anything any abortion that that takes place up to three months is not killing is not killing a life it's yeah. not taking away a life but if we are a country that does hold the sanctity of life and, and life is precious and life is something that needs to be protected i mean how could you be mad at a judge for not upholding something when we don't have an, an agreement on on this well, yeah, because at this point, at, at this point, to me, it, it becomes kind of like a crazy moment. Not a crazy. What's the word? An interesting moment in our society and culture where I feel like if we're looking at these laws or, or these uh, things that passed and they start being overturned, it's almost like tradition versus modernity. Like can this society that we live in today as it is can we go back to a more traditional way or is, are we really kind of doomed into like well no we're here now and this is where it's at you yeah, know what i'm saying i mean i i it, that's that's something that this case definitely highlights another case that would highlight is like a griswold versus connecticut yeah that would definitely highlight it but my thing is this, and I guess this is where the, the philosopher in me comes in. I would say overall, I'm relatively libertarian on the idea of abortion, uh, also on, on birth control. I'm not a libertarian, let me put that out there. Not a libertarian because... Like libertarians, they like to come off as like a kind of snide and sophisticated, but they're kind of stupid. Like they're well, yeah. they're very unrealistic about like politics. So yeah. like them with their third party shit and all of like you motherfuckers are fucking shit up. Let me yeah. just put it out. So so that I have to be put that disclaimer because <laughs> like libertarians are are like. I'll be honest. There's sometimes I have more disdain for them than I do for the left because, to me, at least, at least as much as I disagree with the shit that the left is on, yeah. At least they recognize the path that they're willing to take to get to where they need to get. Yeah. The shit that like the libertarians are like, you motherfuckers, like, like, you're just unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So I agree. I agree because. Uh, sometimes I, I think when it comes to uh, the right and left there are extremes on both and the pendulum swings yeah and I feel like when you're in the middle and you're kind of undecided yeah. you really fuck that shit up like no like, there's a time where shit 
swings this way, swings that way. And you really kind of want to be in the middle. Yeah. And a lot of the times, like I feel, and when we talked about this uh, a few episodes ago, like on abortion, on even birth control type stuff, like we really don't, we're not like super conservative. No. You know, like no. that's not really our stance on and, that. And that's why that's why I was saying like I'm 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 sort of libertarian on those issues. For marriage, the when you get a divorce, what was the no fault divorce? Yeah. Really that's not like okay, well if you guys want to get divorced, I guess get divorced. That's yeah. The, exactly. how is this my business really? And 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 where the, the philosopher in me comes in is like, listen. For the people that like, this is kind of some of like the MGTOW argument. For the MGTOW guys that make the argument like, oh, well, women like because of abortion and birth control and no fault divorce, women, they run amok. Like they're just doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah. But if like, if that's their nature. Yeah. You get what I'm like? Like, do you want, do you want a woman to like have kids be a good mother be a good wife not be aborting children not be wildly promiscuous and all do you want her to be that way because she's forced to be that way or do you want her to be that way because she doesn't she naturally does not want to be promiscuous and having divorces there's no amount of laws that could stop a woman from doing whatever the fuck she wants to exactly. do exactly no there well no I, I i wouldn't say that i think there are laws that because if you think about it think about before like think about before women were like heavily in the workforce oh and, yeah yeah, yeah. And, in that uh, regard yes and, yeah. and, and think about like <laughs> or, or even now like how how much is this does this have the potential to change things imagine griswold versus connecticut gets overturned just yeah. imagine and now there's because as you see i don't even know what the count is because every day they've they've added new states but now there's a gang of states that like that abortion is is illegal, illegal like right off the bat now texas yeah. it's a bunch of them actually that uh, I'll, I'll look that up in a second but That's crazy for as much flack too that that they got and assassination attempts and the news getting at them that they still I mean, it's not crazy. It's how it should be in, in in the sense that, like, if you're in the judicial system, do judicial shit, mm-hmm. and you know that you're not supposed to let outside influences come in. Mm-hmm. But you know, you never you never know with these things if it comes into the consensus of well, what's the right decision? Right. You know what I mean? Because like, uh, irregardless of where you stand when it comes to abortion. The argument that we don't know what life where when life starts that 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 is a very real argument, which therefore makes Roe v. Wade bad law. Right. But like literally, um, uh, what was the the justice uh, that just passed uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Yeah. Ginsburg. She even said it. She yeah. admitted that this was bad law and probably will not uh, pass the test of time. Right. She knew that. Uh, so that's all you need to know, like. But but all these women that are posting, oh, this is bad, and 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 hands off our bodies, and nobody should. It's like you're you're like so unsophisticated and uneducated about this. Like you are looking at this from like, 
I wanna I wanna fuck without repercussions. Like yeah. and I, we get it. Like you wanna be out there and hoe out whatever to each his own. But we're looking at this from a scholarly perspective. Yeah. The judicial perspective. Exactly. Yeah. Like let's really break this down and and look at it and maybe if y'all were more focused on looking at it from the scholarly judicial logical perspective maybe you'll come up with something but you but you motherfuckers like you're too you're, yeah. you're too all you're too wacky no not only are you too wacky but you are wild and out of control like you you get the Roe v. Wade being overturned treatment because we've allowed our society to abort babies at nine months right before birth or at birth. That's demonic. So yeah. you want to play this game. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? You know, like, because th- I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I can agree with abortion. I could sit down and be like, oh, I can meet in the middle. I, I think there could be a consensus in the middle. Yeah. But but when you get overly prideful or overly confident about shit, you start doing like like the way some like New York, I think yeah. even here you could you could abort up to nine months, right? Or no? I don't no. think nine months, it, but, but New York, right? New, New York, York and yeah. California probably. Yeah. Um Yeah. Well, you think uh, people are going to be okay with that? You think that people are okay with killing babies? Like, I, I'm not okay with it. I can't have babies. I'm not okay with that. Like, that's not, that's not a humane thing to do. Yeah. You know? And, and the other argument, and I made this in, in past episodes, is like, so you're, so it's your body, your choice aborting a baby all of that stuff but if in fact that baby is born then you are willing to let the courts get involved Mm -hmm. and make a man pay child support so then wouldn't the rational even-handed thing be that it would also be whoever the father of that child is it would also be their choice as well you know what i'm saying like there's all of this stuff where like Nobody is answering all of this. It, and then so this over time, this argument, well, my body, my choice. Well, no, that's not, yeah. that's not, you're, you're not being logical now. You know what I'm saying? Because at what point, again, we don't know. And this is why the shit gets overturned. Yeah. We don't know at what point is it your body and at what point are, is your body the 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 womb the house for another body yeah we don't know you guys don't know when it starts i don't know when it starts nobody knows when it starts so if i'm a judge yeah i can't uphold this like i cannot uphold something that allows the government a federal the a federal blanket across the union where abortion is cool across the board in some capacity yeah and so then at that point i think that the most rational thing is well okay we are a republic. State you know? by state. Yeah. Like exactly. in Illinois, you can still abort. In Illinois, you could still take plan B. In Illinois, you could still well, I mean That I'm is saying, literally the most uh, rational way to do it. Like because because nobody is giving us anything about when life begins. And then we're not scientists, we're not doctors. It's not our job to figure out when it begins. Yeah. Because there is nothing, no consensus. 
Well, then, like you said, the most rational thing would be a state-by-state basis. The constituency of that state allows it, let it be. The constituency of this state doesn't allow it, let it be. And an argument I've had with with friends and family at at times is that, well, what about the states where it's illegal? Well, they're voting the people that are not for abortion. So I would assume that the demographic there... with the people they voted for I would assume if not then it wouldn't be like that right right so you can't think of your life as like the end all be all I don't know how the motherfuckers in Idaho get down right (laughs) I don't know I don't know what is in their best interest because I don't live there I never even stepped foot into Idaho so I don't know I don't know and what you're saying makes a lot of sense I was having a conversation with somebody about that I was like, because he he was like, so in these states now, some 18-year-old girl gets pregnant, and if she tries to get rid of the baby, like, she could get locked up. I'm like, yeah, but you have to remember, and I told him, we're from the big city, like, so we live in an environment where, yeah, if you get pregnant at 18, that's not a good scenario, because in the big city, because of how the sexual marketplace works in the big city, the guy that gets you pregnant at 18 probably isn't going to be a good husband, probably isn't going to be a good father, probably isn't going to be around. But in rural Idaho, you get pregnant at 18, that guy might be around. That guy might be like, fuck, I got to get a trucking job. I got to do something. Because the sexual marketplace is very different. So you said it's so great when you just said, I don't know how motherfuckers in Idaho get down. You know how we get down in Chicago and it ain't good. It's not good. Like when it comes to like (laughs) pregnancy at an early age and all of that, let's be honest. Let's keep it real. We're from Chicago, but let's keep it real. Like the, the family's life situation in Chicago is not like... It, it is not the poster child of like what you want. No, no you know what I'm saying. Like you, you got kids getting killed, a lot of crime, a lot of divorce, families that are living stressed because it's paycheck. So let's. So you got all these big city people talking about oh what's good and what's what's not good, but like y'all are not like really living the life that would make a person be like oh I want to be like those people. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, going back to what I was theorizing earlier. So right now, according to Fortune.com, and this was posted June 24th, 2022, there's, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, about 20 states that right off the bat, abortion will be banned what is already banned or likely will be banned that's about 20 states and there's a bunch of states that are uncertain and then the rest are they're they're going to be abortion will be protected so to go back to the 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 hypothesis of griswold versus connecticut potentially being overturned and now abortion being overturned what ends up happening now what ends up happening is by default women start having to be more selective about who they sleep with just by default because think about it if you imagine you live in a state 
imagine Griswold versus Connecticut goes to a place where where if that's also like a state by state thing. Yeah. Like some states birth control is is readily available and accessible yeah. and some states it's not. If a woman is going to have sex in that state she has to pick a certain type of guy because the likelihood that she could get pregnant so it's going to be like oh well I got to I don't know maybe this guy should have a job. Maybe this guy the the traditional things you look for in a man so yeah to kind of answer the question that you posed before about modernity versus uh traditionalism this could be on a trending path towards traditionalism just by default just for survival purposes unless yeah or because the other option is abstinence but like i don't know how likely that is you know yeah 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 it's definitely an interesting time because like you're going to see like it's almost like the the time that we grew up was an interesting time for technology mm-hmm. in the sense that it started with beepers and now we have iPhones yeah shit beepers are barely a thing like at least us growing up in the city like you know people have beepers so it's like it's the same thing with society. I feel like it went from sprinkles of traditionalism because, I mean, we did grow up in the 90s, so you saw some of that still, but it was definitely trending towards where we're at now. And now you're starting to see, when well, I see Roe v. Wade get cut now or, or uh, get overturned, if other laws start getting overturned, you don't really look at it from the perspective of like, five years from now you look at it from like okay from 2022 to the 2060s yeah where will this be pushed where will we be the, going the wavelength you're on right now is exactly the point that i would the next point i was going to make from a tim pool tweet where he says and i and i and i quoted the tweet i said i find this observation very interesting tim pool says blue states will keep aborting Red states will stop. In 30 years, the U.S. will be Christian conservative. Wow. Yeah. Because, oh, wow. <laughs> because think about it. In the big city, where in, 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 in big urban liberal areas, you could keep aborting. And or if you do have a family, it's not a good family life. Yeah. It's not a good family life. In fact... It's it's a stressful. Fa- that's part of the reason, not the the only reason, but that's part of the reasons that guys like us that are in our mid thirties, that have a le- a level of success, health, like the world. You know, as some people that say the world is in our palm, not married and don't have kids because we're from an environment where like all of that shit is not very conducive. And the people that we do know that are married and do have kids, most of them are living paycheck to paycheck, paying a lot for uh, in taxes for a house, all of that stuff. And even those people don't have a lot of kids versus these people in these Republican rural states where the taxes are lower, the property value is lower. In some cases, you might be able to, to, to afford the family, like pay for the family's lifestyle off of one salary, something that is like unheard of in Chicago. 
as yeah, well. Yeah, those people are in an environment where it's going to be conducive to have three kids and four kids and five kids. And then those kids are going to grow up in that environment and see that that's the lifestyle. And guess what? All of you cackling women that are in these big cities talking about and all of that stuff, hands off my body and all of that stuff. How are you living? How are you living? Are you living in a in a studio apartment paying $2,000 for rent with a bunch of cats barely yeah. making it versus and you're going to tell me you're going to tell some woman that might live in like a rural place that is that is a mom of like three that all her bills are paid she's a homemaker yeah. living uh, uh like you're going to tell her your situation is better than hers and you're going to tell her that she should have went the route you went or yeah. you're this is working out that's what we're talking about here and so i feel like america might look at us like the way you remember bron from game of thrones the dude that was always with like uh Tyrion. oh yeah but i always liked him because he was kind of like he had a certain realness to him yeah. but like the realness that you'd only get if you came from somewhere so fucking corrupt and horrible yeah that like you have like a streetness to you yeah and like shit in the 2060s we might they might look at us like damn these motherfuckers are like rebels it's like nah I just come from Chicago and this yeah. is like you know I, I fucks with y'all but y'all really don't know the type of shit that we've seen yeah type shit so it kind of reminds me of that like um Kind of in a way that, like, what happened to Bill Maher, like, in in his respective side of the aisle, right? Yeah. He sees the left going so crazy where he's like, well, hold on, y'all are kind of wild. And now the left looks at him, certain people on the left, like, you're just like a, you're, you're a fucking neutron in this yeah. shit. Like, I don't know what the fuck you are. Yeah. But it, it's because, like, we've lived in both extremes. Yeah. You know? Like from the stuff that we read, like it it really came from the fact that like women couldn't even fucking vote. Yeah. Or work. We never experienced that, but that was the extreme. Yeah. This extreme now and, and I and I say that because it is definitely uh, an issue that has to do with women, right? Like the, the modernity and, 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 and the way things have been pushed forward, it's like, well, yeah, women have become a lot more independent yeah therefore there are things that you don't need when it comes to traditionalism right if you can't if you have your own money and you have your own fucking like stuff like you really don't need to have a family right you really don't like you could want to have a family but you don't need that before you definitely needed that because of the way it was and and more power to you if that's not what you want yeah yeah the problem is were, were were which uh anomaly posted this on twitter and i and i agree with him like we're living in an age where you got people that are on all these antidepressants and nobody is happy and everybody is all messed up well why is that is it are we are we as a society in many ways going against nature and in many ways we are because if you think about it now all of that stuff that you just mentioned about women and their independence, that's how they operate, it seems like, in their younger years. But then as they get older, then they start to want like a, a family and a husband and yeah. all of this stuff. But guess what? As men are waking up, they're like, well, I don't want a wife that's been ran through. I don't want a yeah. wife 
that's in her mid late 30s where the 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 possibility of the the childbirth could be could be unhealthy for the child for the wife all of that stuff so what what's happening you got more men that are going our, our route where it's like well no. i'm gonna live it up i'm gonna i'm yeah. gonna live it up like i'm gonna focus on my business i'm gonna focus on my endeavors and and what it's 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 crazy i didn't even like intend to talk about this but the I, I started reading the new Aaron Clary book, The Menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex. And what's badass about that book, he talks about like it's it's not a book directed towards men. Uh, originally I did think that it was a book directed towards men. But no, this book is is for men and women. He has a chapter in there that like he pretty much talks about the menu for women and then a chapter the menu for men. And then he talks about it's badass. He so he breaks up the book like a menu. So it's like the beginning is he tells a story about a guy named Fred that he knew that killed himself. And he said how Fred was at the top of the world, healthy, never a shortage of women, successful and and for some reason Fred like still ended up taking his own life. Yeah. And and what he says is that he, he doesn't know for sure, but he says that he believes that Fred ended up having some sort of ex existential crisis. Like, yeah. you know, because Fred didn't have kids. Fred didn't have a while. A lot of, a lot of men, I guess, people, not just men, people end up feeling this way. So then he, he, he ends up, before he ends that chapter, he's like, I want to let you know something that I never got the chance to let Fred know is that a lot of people don't end up married and a lot of people don't end up happily married. So like, well, he, he starts off the book by saying, like, don't get so caught up in the image like that everybody wants, like, oh, marriage and kids and everything because no. it, it's not necessarily a, a, great, a great ending. It's not a, a necessarily yeah. a great finale. And as we as we trend more towards modernity, as you pull it, and like the the modern world being what it is, if you think about it, the point that he makes, I I think it's a very valid point. He's like, w we care less now about the opposite sex in terms of like what it is that they need. If you or think about it, if you think about it, like before. I, I think people were a lot less selfish when it came when it came to this stuff. It was like, well, women were I want to be a certain way for my future husband. I, men were I want to be a certain way for my future wife. But now women like like for instance, like I'll give you an example, like a woman that wants to work out and and her idea was like, well, I want to have a certain level of fitness to have that certain level of attractiveness to my future husband. No, now it's, I want to be a certain level of fit so I could get Instagram likes. Yeah. It's like for me, yeah. but men are, men are the same way. Like men, and he, he gets at men too in the book. He's like, a lot of men are like, oh, well, fuck pursuing anything noteworthy. No. I got my video games. I got my porn. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like, well, I want to like, be a writer. I want to do something badass. So like, 
whoever, like whatever woman is attracted to me, she could have like a prize. Like she could see her man as like a prize. Cause yeah. that's how men used to be. Men would be like, you know, they would take pride in what they do because it's like, you know, my wife could say, oh, my husband's a lawyer or a doctor or a businessman. Yeah. Or, no, now it's like, well, no, nah, I don't want to do none of this shit. I got my porn. I got my video games. I'm good. You know? Yeah. And, and shit, sometimes you're married and all you have is your porn and video and games. It, it, and then she's like totally unattracted to you. Exactly. And there's no communication. There's no real sex. No real happiness in that marriage. And right. And that's what, that's what Aaron Clary talks about at the beginning when he yeah. talks about Fred is like, just because you could look at it like you could look at it like it's either this or that but no it's not necessarily either this or that because just because you feel like well i'm at this but i want that doesn't mean the people that have that are happy yeah. you know so don't get caught up hence the menu and so what, what's badass is after all of that after he establishes the foundation of the book essentially he gets into the chapter which is called appetizers yeah. and he says in this menu there's only two appetizers he's like he's like either either uh you go in life you're either intentful and 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 uh and and purposeful about how you pursue life or you're passive there's one or the there's one or the other yeah. he's like that guy at home playing video games watching porn all the time He's living a passive life. That's he's a, no. he's hoping that life that life ends up well being the way good. that he wants it to. Yeah. Versus when you're intentful and purposeful, you make life how you want it. Yeah. He's like so. As we start off this menu for this this dinner of life, it's that's how it is. It's either there's only two appetizers. It's this or that. And then he gets into the next chapter is shareables. And then he talks about pretty much. Man, that, you know, something about Aaron Clary is this. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not a Marxist. I don't fucking fuck with Karl Marx. But I hope he gets the Karl Marx treatment. Because uh. Karl Marx in his time was like a relatively unknown. Yeah. No one took him serious. And all of a sudden became this big yeah. face of something. And you know what? Like Aaron Clary, for all the books that he's written... Man, like he's dude, great. Like he deserves an award. He's great for like, like everything he's really like done when it comes to writing and it's like economic and philosophical things that really have. I really don't. I can't think of many people that have tackled the modern the modern world like he has no you're, you're absolutely like, right like he like should win a Pulitzer or something to be honest like we, we need to have him on the show yes we do yeah <laughs> like, no he's awesome yeah. he's great he's great yeah so I feel like yeah and, and people know who he is but I'm just saying like I feel like he should be like 30 million times bigger than he is yeah like yeah. he like like he should be in many people's like top writer spot 100% yeah, yeah he's great and so he 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 get he that's how the book is designed like a menu essentially and then what's badass is he has also has a chapter before he actually actually is before he even gets into uh appetizers where he, he says uh why steak isn't on the menu and essentially like what that chapter is about is like letting people know like hey 
this book is not going into why things are the way they are. Like, we're not going to get into why women are super feminist and like why people are not getting married anymore and why traditionalism is out the window. That's not what this book is designed to do. Yeah. Also, this book is not designed to be like a moral compass. So, like for instance, because he'll he'll there's there's a chapter in there where he where with where for men, he talks about how like men like live it up whatever that consists of That's for you up to you live it up i'm not here to be a moral compass you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and so it's like a very like real world approach to to like things that are things that are going on and he's really i feel like the only person that like is is addresses things similar to how we do on the show yeah yeah well, I mean, I think even like the again the book of numbers, like even he said, like I might be wrong on some of the, the number. Like there really isn't any study. Like this is literally like the he looks at like the rough draft yes. of shit, and he's like, listen, like because if you think about Sigmund Freud, for example, how much how much of his stuff has been debunked or be like, oh no, that's not really how things work. But yeah. like it started somewhere though. It's like, well, this is the consensus now until we find out more information but at least i'll do the footwork to get to this well you know it's interesting when it comes to to science and studies and numbers and and experiments and, and stuff like that is like we live in a time where whoever the results seem to be very conducive to whoever's funding the study yeah, that's true. <laughs> and what ends up happening, what ends up happening is like we're not getting like in many cases we're not getting great and adequate data. And then in other cases when people do venture off and do these things independently, they have to be careful how it how it transpires because it could make people mad. I remember before Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos was deplatformed. Yeah. He talked about a study where there was somebody that that was looking into like whether or not homosexuality was something that like people are born with or is it something that like they become over yeah. time. And like that study didn't get any notoriety because people like it's literally something that is backed by science but people could be against it because imagine imagine like you I, I feel like for for a lot of people they say oh well like they're like you know homosexuality is like something that you're born with but imagine that study reveals that it's not yeah. it's not so then what ends up happening is if if I'm not saying it is I'm just saying that's what Yiannopoulos was alluding to let's say it is well then there's credence to like those religious people that believe in like the pray the gay away type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Another thing, Sandman just talked about a study that a, a guy did that talks about how when women are are ovulating, they they're more susceptible to want to get impregnated by a better looking man than their mate. Well, yeah. but. People won't, but if, if, like if they that. talk, if that if that professor or that scientist talks about that in a lecture hall, 
Motherfuckers are going to lose their shit. Yeah, yeah. People are going to feel uncomfortable. Or, or I remember there was a study, too, where, like, ba- like uh, they studied the way babies reacted towards looking at faces. Oh, interesting. And the more attractive the face, the more, like, happy the baby was. Right. The uglier the face, the baby was like, get the fuck, get him out of here. Right. <laughs> no, the no, baby but, didn't say but that, I, but... But the baby wasn't didn't act favorable towards the person, right? Which says like from a child, exactly. You the better looking you are, the more the the nicer people are gonna be with yeah. you. All of that stuff, and so a hundred percent. And like it's funny because like that last study that 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 you're talking about, that's something that like really only like the black pill community talks about. Like the black pill yes. community talks about how. At the end of the day, all of this shit boils down to like attractiveness. Yeah, that's that. Like that's how they look at it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- it, and and if you look at it in in the society that we live in now, I would say that sometimes even especially now that like women are more independent and make their own money. Like, if a guy looks a certain way, he could be a a, a bum. Yeah. And like still, yeah. you know, and, and yes. whereas society doesn't really teach you that society kind of tells you, no, nah, like if you're this and that, you're going to do great. Yeah. But the reality is, and the black pill community is sort of exposing that. Yeah. It's like, nah, it's all of that shit that y'all are saying is bullshit. Like yeah. this moment there's looks- women. Yeah. There's women who like, listen, I'm too busy. I, I really, all I really want is like, I'm drunk on a Friday you pick up the fucking phone and you give me what I want. That is not, like you said, that is not what you want like families to be thinking. Like, oh, exactly. there's, there's women that behave this way, but there is, though. Exactly. There is. I know that there is. So it's like, you know this. And if you get on any dating app and you start like deciphering how, how this shit works, you start looking at it like from the perspective of, whoa. Like, this is, like, a world I didn't really know until I knew it. Exactly. And you're right. The only community talking about that is the black pill community. Right. And there's a lot for me, like, there's a lot of criticism I have about the black pill community. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to take their shit serious. Right. Because there's a lot of, like, real life shit. Some of the things that they're saying, 100%. Like, yeah, there's and extremes, so, and so like what Aaron, like in the book of Numbers, what Aaron Clary is saying in the book of Numbers about, like, yeah, I mean, if you if you take into account the time, energy, resources that a man puts into a marriage or a long term relationship, and and you finally there's something where you could somewhat quantify that. And you could present that number to men, it would make a lot of men be like, God damn, like all of like imagine applying whatever it is. Let's let's say that it's like a million dollars. Let's just let's just call it a, for the sake of argument, a million dollars. And a man look at that and be like, damn, all of my time, energy and resources that I apply to a long term relationship or a marriage equals a million dollars. Fucking Jeff Bezos started Amazon with three hundred thousand dollars. You know all all of these amazing things that were accomplished with far less money, and the idea that you could apply that time, energy, and resources that equates to a million dollars 
into a long-term relationship or a marriage and then at the end you lose it all it, it, because it's yeah. all really reliant on somebody else yeah and, and to be honest that, that that in and of itself is a philosophical journey because like who you are today might not be who you are 15 years from now yeah for better or for worse and so she might not love you right you know at oh wow you, you she she might have wanted the the person who was like available at all times she might not love the fortune 500 ceo right uh, rx vonix she might be like wow well, well this is not what i wanted right so i'm divorcing you and i'm also taking half because i invested into i deserve it fortune 500 rick and i don't want him that's <laughs> like well it's like, well, I don't know. It's a numbers game, as they say, right? So it's important to look at those things. It was funny because in that in that Sandman and that uh, P-Way guy, mm -hmm. their conversation, Sandman was talking about how, like, <laughs> um, not Jeff Bezos, uh, dude that just bought, Elon Musk. Elon Musk, like, when he got married the first time he actually made it where he had a post-nup mm. agreement so he already had it set like all right well this ends this is how it ends this is a post-nup interesting so not a prenup a post-nup interesting and so it's like here's a man he had that post-nup clarity yeah <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah but like that kind of shows you like how red pill that dude is, is yeah. like he understands like, yeah. friend. <laughs> He's like, I'm here now with you, but we might be here now for like 10 years. And then maybe for 10 years from now, like, I'm not with you. I'm with somebody else. And I think that's like a very realistic way of looking at it. Yeah. But that's not. That's not the ideal. And that's not what's taught. Yeah, like, that's that, not what society says is acceptable. And honestly, that's not even like what a red state would want to hear. If you think no, about you're it. you're right. You're yeah, right. Like, that, that is literally, they don't want. The, not that they don't want the logic of Elon Musk, but I guess a lot of a lot of Americans maybe just don't want that. They don't want that. Yeah. Not everyone's gonna be Elon Musk, but if you're Elon Musk, you you better understand you're Elon Musk, and there's consequences to some of the stuff that you're trying to chase, some of the stuff that you're trying to do, and being with a woman. Yeah. So you have to be quite clear what you focus on and what the end goal is for you and so you know perhaps your purpose takes precedence over your marriage yeah and so that, that a lot of a lot of like you said a lot of people don't want to hear those things a lot of people don't really I want to say that they, they want the Disney uh, approach it to things or outlook but in a way yeah you know it's like you want it you want it to, to to be peachy but we are human beings and we do have tendencies yeah and so it's not about like oh well this is wrong or this is right well it's just about getting to the truth and then going from there yeah and no study is going to be 100% but at least there's the groundwork there to get to the truth to right. maybe see but maybe there's, to understand there's, so, there's so many people that don't even want that truth yeah. they don't even want people trending towards that truth like imagine how many women hate 
the idea of the book of numbers because oh, yeah. Yeah. like how many women out there are banking on some guy marrying them and like putting all this time energy and resource into them you yeah. know and then you got a guy like Aaron Clary is like well hey fellas I'm not telling you what to do but before you go down that road look at this yeah yeah but I think the truth helps because like of course yeah, of course because yeah. <laughs> like, like if a like for example like if a baby who is literally innocent is able to tell between ugly and, and nice looking, well then you ought to try to look good for what, like not everyone's going to look, you know, like fucking Brad Pitt, but shit, hey, let me get in the weight room. Let me get big. Women like broad shoulders. Yeah. Let me let me be healthy. Let me be smart. Let me be intellectual. Let me be charismatic. Let me work towards All these being... these things that could help. Yeah, like be uh you know a suitable mate to a woman when she looks at me she's like wow i'm turned on no no but like like i'm attracted so now okay there you are but the truth has to be set first like which yeah. is like people look at other people and like well there's a standard yeah there's a standard you might not fit those standards for, like as uh the default out of the factory version of you right and you might have to work towards things but that's life life is work life is work and you make do with what you can and so like to me it's like you have to start at trying to get to the truth because we can't really get to the truth from the get-go it's like the book of numbers like hey this is a rough draft if people he even says it if people find other studies that i didn't find please by all means that way i can yeah. make this better but this is a start. Yeah, you you read the book of numbers recently, right? Yeah. Well, I because uh, reason like I say sixty percent of it because th this uh, um, the menu is a good follow up in a way to the book of numbers. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm almost done. I'm probably like 70 percent done with it. Yeah, but it is a really good book. But like every every time you've mentioned, because like the first one that you that uh where I was introduced to him was I remember you you had read uh, Bachelor Pad Economics yeah and then and then when that's I heard that that's probably his masterpiece well I, I don't know cause Poor Richard's retirement is pretty but Poor Richard's retirement is more niche it's like it's about retirement yeah but that one's really good but it, it encapsulates a lot of things and like really one of the one of my favorite parts of Poor Richard's retirement is the end which for oh. as as calculated as that is it I, I, like i i feel like we're like that in a way i feel like the way that pro rich's retirement ends is sort of like how we live our life i think at a surface level a lot of people could look at us like uh you guys are like about money or cold and calculated and everything but like what people don't really realize is like the more you have that part of your life good the more you really get to appreciate those other parts yeah. of life people look at, people are looking at us that we're Thanos yeah and, 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 and <laughs> in Poor Richard's retirement the way it ends he's like you know have that part together because at the end of the day the people you love are gonna die and like yeah. things are not gonna be the same so why not like have that part worry free so you could enjoy the, those moments with the people yeah. which, like those weren't the exact words but that's pretty much the gist of what he's yeah. saying 
totally off topic when it comes to exactly what we're talking about, but on a f- totally on topic when it comes to the philosophy of it is that video you sent me with the Judd Apatow, like uh, uh, comedy dying, when they talk about how funny people failed. And I feel like funny people was that as well. Like as a movie, it's a movie that shows kind of like the imperfection of things. Yeah. Like, like, like all this like cookie cutter this is how you live your life it's not like that no it's not like the friends giving yeah. the, the 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 relationship that you thought was gonna go somewhere and it didn't and yeah. now she has kids and you're like wow and you try and make it work but it doesn't work because it's like and, and and like from beginning to end it's like a movie which is a little has a darkness to it but like a lightheartedness to it yeah. because it's like well like life isn't what yeah, you think it's gonna be exactly, and and yeah. and like the 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 speech that Adam Sandler gives at the Friendsgiving, where he's like, "Remember this because you're you're one day gonna remember this day, and it'd be like, man, it was it was never as good as that." Yes, you know? yeah, and and it you think about that, and that's that's life. That's how that's what you said. That's life. Like when it be, between relationships and friendships and everything like that and and a hundred percent and so why not and i think that's what aaron clary wrote that book for is like well why not at least have that part taken care of so you don't have so when you're in that moment you can enjoy it that much more yeah and and i rock with that i rock with that but uh but yeah he's great um so moving on to our our next topic which I think in some ways it does correlate with with the this the the original segment because it's the it's the idea that we're seeing more and more data polling that shows that Latinos are stepping away from the Democrat party trending more towards the Republican party. We saw a Wall Street Journal video in pre-production where you see all these border town states, all these border town districts um are all, all these border towns and districts, Jesus, I can't talk. Uh, all these border towns and districts trended way to the right from where they were in 2016. Obviously, it's a midterm year. We talked about the other day, we talked about Myra Flores and her winning her district that was a historically blue district in a border town or border district, rather. You have all of that going on. I guess the the main question that comes to mind: Do you think Roe versus Wade being overturned helps that situation or hurts it? Like, th- does this propel more Latinos to the right? Does it not make a difference, or does it maybe <sighs> propel propel them back going left? I don't know that. Hmm. That's a weird one. I do feel like the traditional me growing up in a Latino household wouldn't really give a fuck too much about abortion. Right. Because the culture is just so family-oriented that a lot of the times it's not really even something that's considered or was considered. Right. But now as we move forward and as millennials kind of start having their families will that be the consensus then yeah what does a millennial latino family look like you know like when it comes to that 
that's that's one aspect is like w- the abortion aspect and the the family the cultural ramifications of of, of living in the modern world and having a family as a Latino family. Now, the other aspect is, well, does it fucking matter if you can't afford anything? Does it fucking matter if your cost of living is skyrocketing? Does it fucking matter if the crime is up? Yeah. Does any of that, like, does, does the abortion talk even mean anything yeah like where does it rank in the list of the issues you vote for yeah which that's a a question that vince posed when we were in the field to people is like and 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 as as we discovered because he asked that question a lot of the people were like oh i don't vote or or i i republican or democrat it's all the same so like i don't know this is a lot of bitching and moaning for somebody that doesn't even vote yeah yeah like you can't go to a political event because it is a political event and not vote and not be political yeah like <laughs> what, uh, what what is that's like that's like going to a, a buffet on a, being on a liquid diet yeah like, it doesn't make any sense that's like going to a fucking steakhouse and being like well how are the salads here right can i get the salad appetizer that's that's all i want <laughs> the, well put this fuck on <laughs> <laughs> but uh so yeah, now what I will say, and I made this observation in the past, I think the people that are outraged about this, I feel like they were voting left anyway. Like I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't really know how many people that are outraged about Roe versus Wade being overturned yeah. were on the fence. Like I don't really see this as yeah. an issue that's like, wow. well... I was on the fence, but because Donnie T appointed three Supreme Court justices, yeah, and if they overturned Roe versus Wade, now I'm I'm going to the left. Like I don't, yeah. Oh, I imagine maybe there's somebody out there that exists that that that's their circumstance, but I don't think there's many people. Yeah, I agree with that. Another point that I didn't make on, on the last segment, which I thought was hilarious. I always found it fucking hilarious. It's like the Roe v. Wade being overturned. I said, wow, expect. Expect for violence on the streets. By what women? This isn't a. This doesn't include many men. Like men are the ones who are gonna go destroy some shit. Yeah, you'll get protests, but please get get the fuck up on violence in the streets. Are yeah. women gonna come out and fucking <laughs> a, a b- body armor and start throwing Molotov cocktails? Like I just found that I, I just wanted to add that I didn't find that to be like a concern. Like whoa, uh, well, we're gonna. You know, there's going to be violence, yes. Yeah. When it comes to certain protests, I agree. But, like, I don't think, like, like one greatly held by women is going to do much. Right. You know? But but there are those, those like, real big lefties that, well, no, no, no. But um, to go, to go back to what we were talking about, yeah, like, I don't know. I think a lot of the Latinos, the Latino communities... Are also tired of like well listen i'm american so I, why do we keep talking about like this border situation as if like i'm an illegal because i'm not right and so we have a tendency of like looking at latinos shit i've even had the tendency like not 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 that i've had it on purpose but sometimes oh well latinos are going to vote this way because of the the wall or right. because of immigration policy well n- not really 
Because like if you're an American, you're thinking about your American issues. So 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 to me, whether you're 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 Asian or black or Mexican or white, like if you start noticing that your neighborhood is just worse. That's what it should boil down to. Yeah, you're gonna be like, Wow, things were better before and I'm I'm struggling. So how can we make it stop? Exactly. And so that's why you're seeing a lot of those districts turn red in Latino districts specifically, is because like no. We're not we're not like all gonna think the same. We're not all like what what was uh well Kanye um Kanye was saying we're not all like uh damn it, there's a word. There's a word when everyone uh a monolith? Uh, yeah, a monolith. We're not a monolith. We're not a monolith. Like yeah. we're we're individuals and we have individual issues. And so I don't know. Another thing too is again, because you're so family oriented, you have to think about well, how do how do we maneuver? in this society so I don't know I think that again a lot of those districts in Texas it's Texas like you gotta understand you can't think of things from an Illinois perspective because Texas has its own yeah. vibe to it and and I think that's the, the tragic mistake that a lot of people make is like they're looking at it from yeah. the perspective of you personally them personally yeah. Like, for instance, we talked about this before. A lot of these celebrities, uh, you know, being all anti-gun and everything like that. Well, yeah, you have sec- you have yeah. a private security team. Like, do you live in a neighborhood where somebody could break in your house in the middle of the night and you got to defend yourself or your family? No, you no. don't. No. So you don't know what it's like. But you do have bodyguards, don't you? Or right. security. Every event you go to. So sit your ass the fuck down. And that's the thing, too. Like, for us, it's like, that's why I never understood about like the Mexican Day Parade or the Puerto Rican Parade. I understand being happy to be of that descent, like like the cultural things that, that you've you've experienced. Cause like I grew up again, I'm 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 Latino, I'm Mexican Puerto Rican. So growing up, that was the cultural thing for my family. Like, oh we eat Mexican food, we eat Puerto Rican food. The, there's the the mode of thought that you grow up to, but but make no mistake about it, I'm American though. Like right. go and and you made a valid point in pre-production. Go to Mexico and go to Puerto Rico. See what the fuck they call you. Right. Oh look, the American. Yeah, exactly. Like you're American, bro. Like you could be you could be again. So you, what what you're saying is you you're of the belief that the reason that more Latinos are trending more to the right is because. We're seeing um, more and more have like a, a a patriotic like resurgence in a way. In a way, I think. Well, I would say it's hard. It's hard for me to rationalize it because I live in Chicago, and so I feel like a lot of people here just ignorantly. Yeah. Like I don't know. Texas is a, a way more based state, yeah. so I would I would imagine that the Latinos there are a lot more based, so they would probably be like, well, you know. But what's interesting is for many of the Latinos there that vote to the right, historically the border districts were blue, but they're trending red now. 
Yeah. So that's what's crazy is like, not just like, it's it's what Latinos are trending more to the right. And I mean, that's a big, that's a big pillar of the Democratic Party. Like, yeah. imagine the Democrat Party starts losing the Latino vote in droves starts losing the the black vote in droves like really like what is, what is it going to have you know yeah it's, yeah and and that it's that's interesting yeah you're in for a a problem if your freaking identity politics starts crumbling like you, that's all you had that's all that's all they have exactly yeah. and and even that aspect is not working so yeah. well anymore yeah it's wild so I don't know. I don't know. I, I think which that makes me very excited about going in the field to the border towns. Yeah, to like to 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 get people's perspectives. Yeah, and not only that, border towns, uh, different. Like, there's been different suggestions from our circle. Like, oh, we should do this. We should do that. Uh, Vince has had some good suggestions, and it's like, man, like what excites me the most is getting out of here. Because this is the thing. When we talked about the George Floyd. Um, protests we weren't talking about it from watching it from the tv we were in the field oh yeah the the abortion and rallies one antifa yeah those yeah. motherfuckers from those neighborhoods destroying yeah. the shit again all the fallacies that that the news sells you you can't when you're in person you're seeing it you're recording yeah. it you're reporting that stuff and so yeah no i want i want to go to cali i want to go to to the to texas I want to go to Florida. I want to go to, you know, Wisconsin. Like any place where anything is happening, I want to be at the ground, like on the ground floor, to see what really is happening. Right. And that, that makes our content even that much more valuable. Authentic. Really. And yeah. what's so great, and what I love about that stuff is like when people try to rebuttal you, is I like, listen, man, I was there. Yeah, <laughs> I was there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> where were you? Yeah. I was a nom. What? <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody will be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five star review. And if you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. That's hangingwithabes.com and donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.